1: Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: This is a CBC Podcast. Welcome to Sick Boy, a podcast where we talk about what it's like to be sick. This week's guest is Casey. She has Meniere's disease. Let's talk about it.
3: I have no idea what we're
2: talking about. I know, I know. We never. Yeah, this I is never my. Do. F- this is my favorite Fair. when you guys have no clue what the hell's going on. Um. Well, you're about to find out what's going on because we are sitting down with our new friend Casey. Uh, Casey, I'm I'm excited to talk to you today because I, I I'm pretty sure we've never covered this specific uh illness on the podcast before. We've covered uh we've covered things in the past that sort of sort of uh, exist within the same space, but um, uh, we've never we've never fully like dived into. And I'm going to try to pronounce it here. M- Menieres diseases. Yeah, him, Menieres. Is that
0: yeah, French. I think the guy's French. Oh, we 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 we
3: May <oui. laughs> you we know Menieres? You know, you know what's interesting is like my initial thought to say this, and I'm just going to say this because of the irony of like it's now ironic that I'm even going to say it. But okay. I was thinking my initial thought was like, well, you don't look sick and i feel like that is something that we used to say when we would like like early on in the podcast we would like we would like That's meet somebody that just
1: came into your head now <laughs> No,
3: like my my initial thought was like, oh, like I I wonder what we're talking about because I can't tell. Like, there's nothing oh, that I can see. Sure, and, and it wasn't like, well, you don't look sick, so <laughs> what the fuck are you doing on the podcast? It was, it wasn't like that. It I was like, like a, Brian, no, no, after no, it, so it, many conversations. It was like, I'm curious. That's so like, nice. like, this is an inv- <laughs> obvious. Well, maybe it's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> maybe it's not. And and I'm saying this because I think there's a lesson here, but uh, maybe not for anybody else. Maybe just for me. Yeah, I feel like you have get yourself out of that. But place it's seems it seems like it's an an in, in, an invisible illness and is well, that just because we're sitting here on a Zoom w- call? Yes. <laughs> so let, let
2: me ju- 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 jump in there Brian. Um it seems like an invisible illness, but we can only see um basically the like top third of Casey on this call and Meniere's disease is actually someone who does not have legs but has eight um
3: tentacles. Yeah. Whoa. It's crazy. For, can you for can lower you, half. Can you yeah. I was going to say, can you stand up? <laughs> can you rise up? Because you don't have legs. Rise, so. rise up.
0: Can you elevate yourself <laughs> with
2: your tentacles? No, Casey, can you can you tell us what is Meniere's disease, I'm actually? I'm so sorry about That's the start so of this good. conversation.
0: Um, yeah, Meniere's. Um, it's basically uh, a condition in the inner ear um, that causes vertigo attacks. I call them vertigo spells, but oh. then I was... Going back through some of my ENT appointment logs and they call them attacks. And I feel like that's kind of what it feels like when it's happening. It's a much more extreme word, but
2: Vertigo spells also does kind of sound like <laughs> something out of like Harry Potter.
1: Uh, yeah. A friend of mine, a friend of mine, and now I'm going, I'm going, whoa, was it men was it men years? I basically the long the short shortest version of this is that she just ends up having this ear thing going on, but it started with Vertigo. And sort of, like, progressed down this path where it wasn't looked at. And then that created damage. And then now she's got permanent hearing loss in one of her ears. And she was describing vertigo, vertigo to me. And I've always kind of thought of vertigo as, like, oh, you get dizzy. And, like, I've been dizzy before. And, and then, and then, and then. Anyways, thanks uh, for coming out. And then the start of this yeah, conversation. No, but no, where I'm going with that is that is that she then, she then proceeded to describe the dis like the level of disorientation oh, it's and disruption to yeah. like the yeah. simplest of activities. Yeah. And I was like, it quickly descended into like, wow, vertigo sounds
3: like. Yeah. Hell.
0: It's, yeah. um, it's not like my favorite days. <laughs> it basically like, it's that feeling yeah, of yeah, like, definitely. you know, when you're a kid and you like spin in circles forever and then you stop, but then like your world keeps spinning for a sec. It's, it's literally that happening, but for like days. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It doesn't
2: go away in like 30 seconds. Like yeah. when we were kids, this is uh you were, you were actually born 30, with, 30, 30. with, uh, with severe yeah. hearing loss. Yeah. Correct?
0: I was born, um, yeah. With unilateral hearing loss. So my right side, um, I was probably like half deaf. I probably had 50% function, but it actually, Taylor, sounds like your friend Montaniers because every vertigo attack worsens your hearing permanently. So it's like slowly oh, regressing. Whoa, yeah. Wow. yeah. Really. Yeah.
2: Now, when you're born, um, when you're born with fifty percent of hearing loss in one side, I can imagine that, uh, particularly like for your parents, that's. That's probably not something that's like blatantly <laughs> no. obvious mm. to them, or or even like to yourself as you get older and you you know you become you become a young child and you're you know going about the world, adventuring and having fun with your friends. Like, at what point does? At what point do you, like, how do you how do you know, realize come to realize that you can't hear out of one ear compared to everybody yeah, else? It's
0: honestly. It's wild. My mom remembers maybe when I was like five talking to my grandma on the phone and being like, oh, like, here's Casey hands over the phone. And I'm like, she's not there. And my mom's like, what? And she picks up the phone again. She's like talking to my grandma and she hands the phone back to me. I'm like, she's not there. And mom was like, OK, that's weird. And moves on like she Ooh, like like, anyways, like,
2: Nan- <laughs> Na- like Nana, just Nana. She was like, well, I guess Nana was just fucking like, with Casey today. Like, <laughs> classic well, Nana
0: crazy anyways moving on like and I remember it's weird when you're born with something you just think it's Mm -hmm. so normal so it's so funny but I actually thought like I'd been calling it my good side and my bad side my whole life and I remember thinking of it like being right and (laughs) left-handed like I was like I talk on the phone more on my left side so it's just better at it (laughs) like like I just (laughs) (laughs) use it more (laughs) and
2: yeah. You just didn't <laughs> yeah, train one side well, just enough. like dominant <laughs> <Yeah>. left side. <laughs> yeah. dominant?
0: It I don't know. But it's it's so weird.
3: That's so wild, but it's so easy to understand that because like yeah. if I try to write with my left hand and I'm right-handed, like yeah. my left hand sucks. So why wouldn't why yeah. wouldn't you just extrapolate that and go, well, it's just my bad. My hair. left yeah. ear sucks. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's yeah. weird yeah. Because I just too it. because until you get yeah. earbuds. Okay,
0: so then like being a kid of the 90s, like whenever earbuds came along and we all got our first like iPod, I remember like carpooling with mm, yeah. my best friend to camp and we'd like share earbuds. And I just remember always like needing to be as like, I need to just sit on the right side or else our heads are going to be like so close because we're. like I need to go to the other side of my head for the earbud, you know, <laughs> right, but right, never right, really right, right. like, yeah. I think I just started like compensating on my own, just making sure I was like on one side as opposed to the other. But not thinking much of it.
2: So, at what point does that shift? Like, at what point do you do you actually start to think about it uh, outside of this this like worldview where it's like left and right handed and like you know dominant and non dominant ear? Like, at what point do you go, "Oh fuck, I'm I'm <laughs> fucking half deaf in one ear. I'm I'm, I'm one." Yeah, honestly, death. like
0: like middle school, probably grade six. Or seven, I'm like eleven or twelve, and I'm like, I can't hear. It's so so. I have clarity, deafness. So not volume. So basically, like, if you say something in my right side, I can tell that there's like noise happening, but it sounds like you're underwater. Like it sounds like there's like someone's ruffled. So I can't hear. Like, right. I could. When I would be listening to music and say sharing earbuds, like I kind of started telling my mom that I'm like, I can't my right side like I never I can't talk on the phone on that side like she would realize that I would always go to the other side um and she's like, okay, maybe we should like actually get this tested So it was probably like eleven right, maybe yeah. when I got my first hearing test. That's so
1: interesting in the That's way so in wow. the way that you like you comp you you just you just compensate yeah. for it. Like you just learn instinctively to just like find what works and then and it's not like it's it's not like yes there's something quote unquote wrong but because it's from such an early age you sort of just like it's just your your Mm -hmm. adaptation like you just you just grow into using the function that you have in in such a way like my 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 dog is for sure deaf in some capacity definitely but i have no idea (laughs) in
2: what capacity
0: yeah yeah, like,
1: you, do you know what I mean, and it's not. He's a, definitely deaf. He's it's, definitely yeah.
2: deaf to um, awesome. like he and deaf to like specifically <laughs> deaf to like hey don't stop doing that thing that you really shouldn't be. Like when we say, Hey, stop eating all the soil of the plants in yeah. the studio. He's, he's definitely deaf to that. To that. He's yeah. deaf to that. that he's community. actually
3: just, it's called, yeah. that's called selective. You know? but, without,
1: but without, but in, but in all, in all, seri- in all seriousness, he can't speak. So he can't tell me. So he yeah. doesn't really know that there's something yeah. wrong. And yeah, I yeah. don't really know that there's something quote unquote wrong. And I can't pinpoint yeah. what it is. Like until you are able to communicate and talk to somebody like, you know, if if for whatever reason you just, you just never learned to speak for whatever fucking weird reason, you would just continue to live on and like nothing would ever be done about it. And no one would ever really know. And you would just adapt in the way that I know.
0: It's so, yeah, it's so crazy. I just remember being like 11 years old in the little, they put you in like a sound booth for your, for, for your hearing tests. And my mom was sitting like behind the audiologist. So there's like a window and the audiologist is outside and then my mom's right behind and i just remember my mom's face <laughs> just like dropping like i think she just realized that i was like dramatically feeling this like epically feeling this hearing test <laughs> yeah was,
2: was she Madeline? surprised she, like, she finally she... realized that nana wasn't <laughs> fucking like was you, she yeah. like w- <laughs> is, is
1: there is there a sense of your parent when you real, when your parent realizes that you've got far less hearing function than they than they assumed you did that they're like fuck yeah did I not
0: oh yeah and I feel like parents too are like, like did I miss uh, an ear infection like did I not you know I think there's right. probably so much guilt mm-hmm. to that but
2: yeah uh, yeah so so in terms of like actually finding this out would would like uh, would you say that that music potentially was the thing that 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 drew you to this conclusion like was music the thing that you you really started to notice like oh fuck like we're all wearing earbuds now listening to you know Backstreet Boys but I, I can't I just can't, all I can hear is the bass line yeah like, absolutely right and
0: I I've been like that was probably around the time I started singing too and I realized I like needed to like in a choir I needed to be on a certain side to be able to hear other people <laughs> singing and not be just like doing my own right. thing and like Yeah. Doing a lot of theater too. Like I just realized, you know, if there's like a monitor on one side, I could hear it. And on the other side, I just felt like I was in kind of my own sonic world a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: Do you, do you feel like when you, when you're singing, like I'm a terrible singer, but like if I plug one of my ears, then I can like hear my voice when I'm singing. Like does it sound when you're singing do you hear your voice in your head a lot louder or I, I don't guess, know. Would you even know if you did? This is
0: just this is my, this that is was, forever.
3: As soon as I asked it I was like, well, fuck there's actually no way to know
2: this. So I'm I'm uh, uh speaking of the vertigo, I I would love to kind of talk about talk about that because you one of the things that you had mentioned is that so, you know, you're born with 50% hearing mm-hmm. in the right ear. Um, but, but due to the Meniere's disease and due to the vertigo, it, I I'm taking it that it, it slowly degrades your hearing after, after a period of time. Um, when did, when, when did the vert, like, when was the first time you ever experienced
0: vertigo? So it's hard to know because the first, it took a few times of just feeling like I had an ear infection at the exact same time. I had like a crazy flu, like the Mm. You know, when you're a kid, you just, I don't know. I guess I just was sort of like my ear is fully plugged. It feels mm. like an ear infection, but also I'm like so dizzy and puking my brains out and like a stomach flu. So I think it took like, it probably yeah. took um, after that hearing test, I think I got diagnosed with many ears when I was like 14. So a few years. And it probably took like three or four
3: right. spells. I ima- mm-hmm. <laughs> I can imagine what that would feel like, just just imagining that it would like, you know, when you go in an airplane and your ear like pops? Yeah. And you or doesn't pop and you oh, get like that, that insane pressure buildup. Especially because but then, when you haven't really flown that much. Yeah. And then and then um describing like the like that feeling of like dizziness of spinning around in circles. So imagine those two feelings simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah. And, that would be and you can't a like,
1: fucking nightmare. You can't like uh I feel like this is probably the case for a lot of childhood childhood, like stuff that you're born with or like early childhood stuff that sort of progresses, um, you know, unless you can measure it with like a blood test and it's like something that just like pops out, you know, it's hard to articulate. It's hard for a kid to articulate like exactly how you're feeling and like what, you know, when a doctor asks you like, you know, this, this and that, like it's hard for you to really clearly... Kind of separate out, like you know.
0: I yeah. feel sick.
1: <laughs> you know, like you use yeah. very, you use very broad stroke words to describe the mm-hmm. way that you feel, and like I think that that could lend to how it takes like a long time for something to get diagnosed. Like in this, <laughs>
2: Christ, I, I as a as a thirty four year old man, I still. Do that. I, I still I'm still like I just Yeah, it's my ouchy. tummy. It's my, tum, my <laughs> tummy hurts. Yeah, I got a thumb, <laughs> tum tum bum. I know my,
0: uh, my um my um, a paramedic, but I feel like as soon as he came into my life, like now when I go to my doctor with stuff, I'm like, okay, my heart rate is like this many BPMs and this is my blood. Like now I have like stats. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh my yeah. poor doctor, before I'd be like, <laughs> I don't know, I just don't like feel good. <laughs>
2: Yeah. It's blase. <laughs> yeah. It just like hurts I feel me know. beige. But then, but,
1: but then, when you go, when you go to the doctor and you start to use more technical language, they're like, like, "Hey, well, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, fuck up. yeah, yeah, I'm the professional yeah, exactly." <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're like, you're like, how much of this technical speak are they like? Fuck off! Like, yeah. you don't need to tell me what your what your average uh, resting. Well, even is. like to, yeah.
0: to that That's point Taylor of like your like that feeling when you're flying they call that fullness like fullness in the ear and I remember when they said that to me I was like yeah I guess like it just is like this huge pressure buildup, or even like I didn't you know I didn't know what tinnitus was so I didn't really tell anyone there was like crazy right. ringing during those spells or like yeah
2: and oh and you so you were experiencing tinnitus during those those vertical uh, the vertical those yeah. vertigo um, spells the
0: opposite of v- being Attacks. vertical Attacks. <laughs> I'm like horizontal forever. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those what horizontal Virgo uh, attacks. I need, I need to be as horizontal as <laughs> possible during
0: this yeah, vertical attacks. Yeah, it's attack. like tinnitus. It's um, like ear pain. Um, just, yeah,
3: it's all of it. Yeah. What? <laughs> fuck. What? What are you like? What have you been doing when this sounds like a dumb question? Now I feel like I've just been asking the dumbest <laughs> yeah, question. you're on a roll. <laughs> We've <laughs> been, Keep it, up, been, enjoying it. Uh, my, my actual question is, is like when you experience these attacks what sort of situations have you been in? Because I imagine these to be like, like completely wiping you. Like you said, horizontal, just laying there. Um, where have you been? Have you been in like any weird situations when you've had, um, of these I'm lucky. I think,
0: on? I think some people get them, um, pretty severely, pretty quickly. They basically happen in like three mm. or four phases. So like the first phase is called like the aura phase. So you start to feel, um, that like headachy pain on your right side. It feels like an ear infection coming on to me. And I get this like, kind of like a lump in my throat of like, you just kind of lose your appetite. And I start to just feel like my eyes are taking a second Mm. to catch up. Um,
3: Yeah. Mm. Like when you eat, when you first eat (laughs) mushrooms before you get high.
1: (laughs) I mean if you if you know that that's like we, we we just know it way too well. We just know it's we just know it so well that we casually
2: assume that everybody is extremely I've, extremely I've familiar. never it feels done like, measures, like an aura, but, though. Right? I mean most people know? are extremely <laughs> Yeah, most there people are, are familiar with like, you know, like shiitake mushrooms, pu- portobello mushrooms, but there's another type of mushroom <laughs> out there that's very different from those very delicious culinary like, experiences. I think
3: it's like referred to as like
1: the come up. Mm-hmm. I understand what yeah. you mean, Brian. And you feel that it's accurate, yeah. Yeah. right? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know her. I don't know the opposite. I don't know this feeling <laughs> that is being described to us. Wait, this is the, so that's
3: phase one <laughs> yeah. for you, the, so it the kind of then, I mean, Then I what imagine happens like, after that? When you
0: do mushrooms, is it a phase of like you're still good but you can like feel that like you're not gonna be yeah Yeah. so basically I get that like the night before or even sometimes wake up with it the morning of and that used to be like the phase like once I was in university like that would be the phase of me like calling my mom or my dad to be like okay I'm gonna like start puking my brains out like we have like a three-hour window before I start like puking up all the gravel to like get me in a car get me home because it like i think for my parents like me being alone when it happens because you're so dizzy it's just like the fall risk is huge so it would kind of just be this window of like just like drive home because i'm gonna not be able to move for a bit (laughs)
1: would would you would you rather it happen right away or do you appreciate absolutely the the
0: lead time like a car is the worst yeah. the worst feeling in the <laughs> world so to have the lead to like for that to happen i imagine even like it would be a hazard to people <laughs> if i yeah yeah, yes.
3: right. Taylor. Taylor, yes. Taylor, imagine this. Imagine this question actually works for mushrooms just as well. Imagine that your brain randomly sent you into a psilocybin t- trip. Would you rather have a lead that's time called, for that's, that? That's, that's called a flashback, man. <laughs> <really? laughs> would, yeah, would you rather have a lead time um, for that? Or would yeah, you rather just it? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And
1: the and the reason I ask the reason I asked the question is because with being sick, okay. So and this I said this in a, on a on an episode we recorded last week, but I. I got my booster like ten uh, like ten or twelve days ago, and this vaccine has made have made me really really sick and so I got it, and like the anticipation mm-hmm. of becoming very sick was horrible, like I hated it yeah right and it yeah. and it and it and it proved itself to be just as bad as I thought it would be right. and so I'm now thinking I think of that as like oh man, I wish I had just I wish I had just fucking, they had put the shot on my arm and I had just been sick right away instead of the mental, like, Oh yeah. God, it's coming, it comes, it's coming, it's yeah. coming. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. That, that makes total <laughs> That makes total sense that you would be in, you'd be in <laughs> severe danger possibly. It's like driving you were, a car. Yeah. yeah, you were yeah. Or a even car. at work,
0: honestly, yeah that would be Did, like, I've, I've woken up one morning and like gotten to work and been like, uh, it's starting and been able to like, you know, call an Uber book at home. Then like in the, mm-hmm.
2: the bed. Right. I, uh, I'm, I'm curious to know, uh, I, you know what, I guess before I get onto this question, uh, speaking about the, the, the attacks that you have, um, is there like, is there anything you can do? Like, you know, you were saying that you take gravel to like help with the the nausea, but like, is there, when those, when those things come on, um, is there a way to treat it or manage it or like, or get ahead of it so that it doesn't get as bad as it Um, might end up?
0: No, basically, they don't know really what causes it. <clears throat> um, yeah. Fuck. And it's kind of, I mean, there's been a lot of studies to show like high sodium diets. I think like anything like stress, alcohol, like all the good things <laughs> like sugar, like <laughs> yeah, okay. all yeah, the f- caffeine. All the things you'd like to like, do. Um, okay. Those things can sort of worsen it because I think it's really like inflammation that causes it in the inner ear. But um, no. Yeah. And basically, like gravel would just be to like get me home and then hopefully i can like get some sleep through it but um without like Fuck. being too <laughs> too graphic like i just puke my brain call, out, so i puke up the you... gravel like i'm not so it like yeah, when, yeah, when it's like... a bad attack it's like you know once i hit 3 days of that and i haven't even kept water down then i need to like go to emerge and like get an iv uh-huh. but it's just time it's like waiting it out
2: oh my god ha- how often, like, how often do you like what's a bad my year? My worst year
0: for you? was um three or four spells in a year, but it's been three Ugh, years man. since my last spell, not quick. so that's been great. But um,
2: yeah, yeah, please <laughs> don't get one in the middle of this interview, that would be oh, yeah. the no worst way. for It'd us because then we have you. to come back It'd and do so this all bad. over again. <laughs> it's just like adding, then, more then I would work look sick and then Brian I know, I know. No. Do you, do,
1: <laughs> that's right. That's right. Which would be really helpful for Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you? Um, I'm one, I'm wondering. I'm wondering. Like, and this is something that I've been bringing up with uh, with with uh, the guys. Uh, i I think I've mentioned this to Jer probably like ten times in the last like month. Is that? And we're all we're all of similar age between thirty and thirty two or thirty three. And um, and I um, I find that time just moves in a spectacularly different way. Over the last couple of years. Like, I just feel like, you know, days go by in the blink of an eye, and, you know, months just seem to come and go. Like, there's, Time is just moving differently and very noticeable.
2: Taylor <laughs> took mushrooms like, earlier
1: today.
3: And the asterisk is also Taylor is having a baby, and I feel like anybody I, that I've heard who's like, "We got nine months until the baby comes," there it always feels yeah, like yeah sure, yeah, yeah, by yeah, in the yeah, blink of an eye. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's
1: definitely different factors that make you observe time in a, in a different way. But um, like when I I feel like it's it, it would be very easy to to th- for someone to hear that like three or four times is it, you know. Is, and and them go like, oh, it's three or four times in a year. Like, you know, it sucks, but it's, you know, three or four times. I mean, God, there's so many days in, in a year and <laughs> oh, three or four God. times. But then when I hear you say three or four times, I'm like... That hurts me. I, I think of like, you know, you going through that experience and then it, I, I highly doubt that it's like a snap of a finger and you're like completely back yeah. to square one and good to go again. I'm sure there's like a recovery period. And then so then you're, I feel like you're... Do you feel like you're sort of always in a, when you have a bad year like that? You have a lot of attacks that you're sort of never able to get ahead because you're kind of like recovering from the last shit show of, yeah. it, of an experience until like right up until the next. Yeah, one I mean, like I would say
0: like the probably like within two weeks I'm back to normal. Week and a half. I mean, it takes a long time for your hearing to come back, and then it doesn't fully come back, I guess, to where it was before. But, um, mm. yeah, I mean, I I know that some people with Meniere's, it can be, like, a monthly occurrence for them. So I just think that, like, I, oh I have God. it lucky, even oh, though, wow. yeah, three to four times a year is brutal. And for right. sure, it's like... You have that, like... Yeah, yeah, I it's... mean, but the... I guess, like, the only treatment is basically a severe... Case where they like poison the ear, and then you lose all function and all hearing in that ear. So it would have to be pretty severe, and I would have to be fully deaf in that ear to for it to make sense. I guess.
2: With without without the hearing coming back, they're 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 basically just going. Yeah, they poison. Yeah, my doctor described it as like
0: you know, if you have like debilitating (laughs) pain in your finger, we can like cut off your finger. And you won't have the pain anymore, but also you won't have a finger. Like, right. that's you have to go to physio because your ears yeah. are your balance, that's like, the so off. involved in your balance, you'd have to, like, do some physio <coughs> no. to, for your brain to, wow. like, recalibrate with the one side.
3: The, um, I, I really have been dying to ask this question the, in, the entire time we've been talking, but, like, how did you manage to cope with, um, playing okay. telephone in school? Honestly,
0: well, I mean, depending yes. on how you look at it, I was really good at it because I would just, like, <laughs> fuck shit up for everyone. Depending on what direction I go, yeah. right? yeah, but like truly, that was like sometimes I'd be like, oh, No idea, like, I heard sounds. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I you just I turned to the person heard, to your right, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah, yeah you exactly. that? Yeah, you exactly. How's oh, that? Really? Wow,
3: it's yeah, so you, funny because yeah. I would oftentimes hear clearly what the person said next to me, and then I would just turn to the next class and, and make
2: up a new yeah, sentence. Yeah, absolutely,
3: it was so funny to see what it would end up.
2: Um, so. Casey when you when you get diagnosed with Meniere's um like and and we I I feel like we've kind of already alluded to this but just to be specific about it the like how how come how come this isn't something that hearing aids can solve like what what why why are there no options for some sort of treatment other than just like basically ruining your entire
0: um so I guess the like a hearing aid wouldn't affect like so my my pre-existing hearing loss is sort of separate from the Meniere's. I mean, the Meniere's like makes it worse, but I was born already with hearing loss, which sort of maybe predisposed me to it. But they don't really know the cause. Um, sure. But so my I've I actually tried a hearing aid in middle school for just my hearing loss specifically. Um, but my hearing loss is uh, clarity, not volume. So I, I think there's like sensory hairs in your inner ear that actually pick up the different consonant sounds and intonation and that kind of stuff. Um, so it would just make sure. the muffled well, sounds louder. Like a, a hearing aid really only amplifies the volume. It doesn't oh. collect clarity for your ear. Yeah, oh, so I wow. tried it. Interesting. It just made the noise. And, and
2: there's, there's like, there are no aids? There are no, like, clarity, or clarity aids that exist? Not to, that I know, but, I mean,
0: know. one option would be that they have a hearing aid that um, is, like, a microphone on one side that then sends. So it would be a microphone on my bad side, and it would send the audio to a hearing aid in my good side where I could listen back. But, I mean, oh, wow. because I have perfect hearing in my... Goodyear on my left side. There's yeah. It doesn't help it. you with spatial awareness. Like it still yeah. sounds like everyone's on your left side all the time. Um,
2: right, right. What, what is, um, what is dizziness physiotherapy? Um,
0: okay. So that was also something I tried. So for, I guess, so to actually work with the vertigo, um, basically your balance is like a muscle in your, and this is, I am not doctor <laughs> so this is just me this is me just, right. just quote yeah, yeah. qu- quarter, on, quarter um, on this folks yeah. Quarter on this was explained to me that like your your brain and your eyes work and your ears work together as a muscle to basically keep you stable and balanced and also spatially aware of where you are in the room um through like rapid eye movement and that kind of stuff so dizziness physiotherapy mm. is sort of like flexing and exercising that strengthening that muscle of your brain's ability to recover from dizziness. So it doesn't prevent the dizziness from happening, but it's sort of cool. like how quickly your eyes and your brain can can recover and bounce back from those dizzy spells. So it's just like exercises like um one was I they gave you like a little piece of paper with a letter on it and you'd have to like hold it at arm's length and then like shake your head as fast as you could, but well Keeping your eyes fixated on the letter and the letter couldn't move off the page. (laughs) Yeah, everybody try it. This is great. (laughs) I know, right? It
1: sounds sounds hard.
0: Wow,
1: that feels so weird. It's hard,
0: but you're sort of like um, the whole point of the exercise. There's other stuff with like closing your eyes and like putting one foot in front of the other or like standing on one leg or walking down a hallway with one eye closed. And basically, you're trying to. Get as close as you can to dizzy. So basically, just DUI tests.
2: <laughs> yeah. <really. laughs> uh, DUI, DUI training. Yeah. You, know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, you pass with flying colors.
3: It makes a it makes <clears throat> a lot of sense to me though that you could do that, that you could train yeah. that because I think of um, like either gymnasts or yeah. like figure <laughs> skaters. Yeah. When oh, yeah. they yeah. spin around and like, I don't know how they do it. They're, well, I, I know how they do like, it. They're like constantly like spot. looking at a spot or no. Yeah, whatever. what they what they
2: do is they focus on one spot and th- at, like in the rotation they keep their eyes on that spot as long as they can. And then as soon as their head can't see it anymore, they whip it around to the other side. Yeah, and then keep so it's just like the constant focus on the one spot, which sounds very much like similar to the the sort of training that you are mm. being taught. Like it's it's just keep the focus on one area, but like, but I guess add, add confusion to the brain by shaking your head around, but, and keeping that focus is the thing that will help. Yeah. And I guess you're trying to like
0: push the threshold of feeling dizzy without losing your balance is like, like your brain, like you're trying to just keep exercising that muscle and push Mm -hmm. that threshold so that you're hopefully your symptoms are less severe. So it doesn't, it doesn't stop your vertigo.
3: If you're not, Right. If you're not, um, having a vertigo attack, uh, do you get like motion sickness if you're in like yeah, vehicles even and things like, like that?
0: Even like on the streetcar sitting in a seat that faces the wrong way. Like this morning I was like, Oh barf. Like I just, I think I'm a little more sensitive to that. Um, and I also would avoid like anything right. yeah. that, um, can sort of cause an infection, like sinus or ear infection. I would avoid, like I wouldn't do like cliff jumping and like anything with like tons of water in the ear or like stuff that could trigger an mm. ear infection. I sort of stay away from.
3: Sure. Dude, maybe, maybe that's why I hate wet willies because I get motion sickness <laughs> and maybe it's something to do with the ba- My, my, my yeah. sensory perceptions
1: and balance Sounds and like so, causation to me. Yeah. yeah. Right. hundred <laughs> percent. I, I have, a, I have always <laughs> been very fast. I've always been very fascinated by motion sickness in cars. Like, especially, especially when, um, I mean it, you know, in the context of everything that we know about you now and your condition, it makes a whole lot of sense. But like, you know, when someone like you or Dennis is like, I can't look at my phone in the car.
3: Yeah. I or, can't look at my phone in the car. And even sitting now for me, because I'm so used to just driving all the time, like I'm rarely a passenger in a vehicle. Like even now when I'm a passenger yeah. in a vehicle, I feel. One of Kyle's like best friends is victimized. like, is like,
1: I need to sit in the front. I can't sit in the back. Yeah. Me and, too. I, and, and And I'm like. How can that difference make the
2: difference? Yeah. You know, like I have to sit on the hood. Like, if I'm not driving, I have to be strapped onto the hood, or else I'm going to fucking hurl. Yeah.
0: I can you only ride in like yeah. super to nice. Cars. Yeah. yeah. Like I can't be. I have to. I have to ride
2: in the trunk. (laughs) Yeah. I I can only be in the trunk. I can't. I have to be pitch black in the trunk, and then I'm good. I have this thing where the cars need to be over seventy five (laughs) thousand (laughs)
3: dollars. And if they don't have heated steering wheels, then (laughs) I get get so motion (laughs) sick.
1: Ever you got your podcasts.
2: One of the things that I that I'm I, I want to kind of talk about a little bit is um, Casey. I find it, I find it very fascinating that you have been you were born with you know 50 hearing loss in your left ear or you sure your right ear. Uh, you end up getting Meniere's disease, which leads to you know, more hearing loss and, and all these symptoms like tinnitus and vertigo. And yet you are, you are a a producer at an audio production studio. No Um, way. That's incredible. How the fuck did you get hired? (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay. The hilarious, like a hilarious anecdote to this is I was like, before I applied, I was like curious if you guys had had anyone on with Meniere's or like hearing loss. And I found, um, your episode with the unilateral hearing loss, um, and that guest had mm. the opposite. So when you did the fricking, this is how it feels to be her and like put all audio on one side, it, it just oh, was yes. like oh, yeah, turned it
2: up, yeah. yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah Yeah. Yeah. for folks folks that don't know what we did was we were talking to someone who was uh who had uh, is it unilateral hearing Hearing is that yeah yeah. hearing loss and uh uh, we we were like to simulate what it would feel like to be her listening to a podcast we dropped all of the audio on one side um so we panned everything to one side so you could only hear it in your if you're listening with headphones or even on a computer you'd only hear it coming out of the right side or the left side, or whatever. I guess it was the yeah. right side for you. And then, which is very <laughs> funny because <laughs> it just, you're like, so she's deaf? Holy deaf as fuck. <laughs> That's so funny. And you guys like, wait, let's just try it. And I was
0: like, oh, no, <laughs> just silence. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, That's really at work, funny. like, uh, I mean, so I think like singing primarily, it's so like when your instruments, your body, and I still have one good ear, but I think you just, you just feel so much more of the technique that goes into like hitting the right notes, being on pitch, that kind of stuff. So it, I don't think it's affected my singing other than when I need to sing with other people and I just need them to be on one side for me to hear it. But at work, um, I mean, I couldn't be an audio engineer because the, my first internship was basically at a mastering studio and I you know, I was kind of doing audio engineering 101, mastering 101. And the head engineer was like, okay, let's like make sure everything's like panned, like, you know, these instruments aside. And I, and I cannot obviously listen to hear what's panned where right. everything right. left for me. <laughs> um, uh,
1: so so what, is there a what, compensation? Why? Is there a compensation that you like, like a technique to get? in that scenario is that just like a oh i can't do that or is or is there like a way that you can you know maybe not to do it in this in the same way that somebody who's who is experiencing both sides perfectly like is I there mean, a technique I just, around like, that I turned
0: my head <laughs> so just my one ear could be in the side right. of the room right. like if i ever have to like you know like listen to a track in a studio like i tr- i truly just turn my head so i'm in the center of the room with only my good side but right. um, sure yeah I imagine like if my dream was to be an audio engineer, like you'd probably just mix in mono all on your left side. I don't know. Right. Right. I, I actually. Yeah.
2: So what do what right. do you do for work as a producer, as, a, as a, a like an audio production producer? Like what kind of work are, so, you, are you focusing um, on?
0: I'm a producer in like the project management sense. So I work um at an audio production studio that does music for TV and film. Um so mm. I mean I do I do I do sometimes forget that I am <laughs> deaf and one here because like <laughs> oh, man, a couple weeks ago I with one of our engineers I like called him and I was like man the song sounds great we're just missing this one like characters line right at like one Second, and he's like, "No, it's in there," and I was like, "No," but serious? I'd been in like my AirPods <laughs> all day. I only, I like only wear one AirPod because I
2: yeah yeah only yeah need
0: to. And he was like, right. it's there?" Yeah. And it was just like panned, like totally right. But I just, I don't know. So sure, I mean, an obstacle maybe <laughs> for my <laughs> coworkers, but like, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it it affects too much. I mean, when I'm recording in the booth, when I'm singing, yeah, I yeah. I just make sure I can hear myself and my headphones on one side. I listen to everything mono. I set all my like speaker sure. settings to mono and stuff. But
2: right, so I I mean, I, I suppose if it if it doesn't affect you at, in your career as an audio at an audio production studio, um, I'm wondering how many years or how your... Um, unilateral hearing loss has affected you in other ways in your life.
0: Um, I mean, I think for for me, the biggest thing is like loud spaces. I think socially, it's um, it's harder in yeah. loud spaces, like loud bars, big like client events and client dinners. Like I'm at the wrong end of the table, and I I can't hear anything else. Like loud music in restaurants. Um, socially, it makes some of that those settings harder um and also truly like covid with masks has been brutal like i am probably just like blank, totally, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like going to a coffee shop and someone yeah. at the like i mean you know, i might trying to talk yeah. to me like through like with a mask and like plexiglass because <laughs> so much of what i understand is lip reading because of um clarity right so <laughs>
3: Right, <laughs> Taylor. T- 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 that reminds I- me. Yeah, of t- I was. <laughs> ex-
1: I was thinking the exact same thing. We went we-
3: to dinner the other night. Taylor and I, and uh and one of Taylor's neighbors, um, came by. We were at this pizza place, and and he came in to pick up some pizzas to go, and and he was wearing his mask, and he was talking to us at the table.
1: And he's from New Zealand, and he's got a pretty. He's got a. He's got a gruff <laughs> voice anyway. Plus. New Zealand accent. and
3: Taylor was sitting next to me like cl- like one seat closer to him and I was sitting back and all I heard was womp, 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 womp. And, and Taylor and, and his partner Kyler are, are reacting to this guy and like asking him questions and I'm like
0: yeah.
3: how <laughs> the f- what the fuck how did, how, how did you how did you and are so, you just guessing so he so he leaves and I was like how did you could you hear and they were like not, not really. really no <laughs> and I was like but you were asking and they were like we're just kind of Ask some questions. Yeah, you're kind of just like guessing <laughs> facial reactions.
1: Like when it's when it's yeah. small talk, like you can get away yeah. with with like facial expressions yeah. and like gauging. Yeah. Also, the body is like,
3: like pointing out to the sky. like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like what's well, yeah, talking about it's the weather. Super cold outside, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Cold. <laughs> Tell me about it. And then he's like pointing at a pizza box. <laughs> you're yeah. like,
1: yeah, dude, it's really great pizza. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, your brain. I mean, I know that this is a joke, but like, your brain really does. As like the best job it can to connect totally, the dots yeah. of the information that it has yeah. <laughs> in front of it. Like you've got limited information, to, and and instead of going, I don't know what you said, your brain is like. I feel yes. like yeah. so many
0: times yeah. Yeah, I mean, to, like pardon, pardon, and then and then the amount of times that I've been like, yeah, totally, yeah, to- yeah. totally, like you just go along with it, and I'm like, how many times have people been like, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. yes. Yeah. just is like, yeah not understand it. Like yeah. my my friends are like, it's amazing when you get the like blank, like polite smile, like nod at bars and you have no idea yeah. what someone's yeah. saying to you. Yeah.
2: I, to that point then, when it comes to the lip reading, is that something that you've sort of just like evolutionarily taught yourself? Like just, just through experience kind of falling back on the lip reading, like you've just kind of developed a knack for, for doing it or, or is that something that like you've actually put practice? No, I think I just
0: naturally did it. Um, I also like my, because I was born with hearing loss, it's different than um, if people get it from damage. Like if you, you know, go to a raw concert and then damage your hearing permanently, that'll be Mm -hmm. high frequency. So low frequency loss is usually you're born with it. You're genetically predisposed to it, or it's like a physical, um, issue in, in your ear. And so for me, like the, the low frequency loss is where like male voices are just like so hard to hear. So if I'm, if I'm driving and I'm with (laughs) someone in a car with like a lower voice, like, I have no idea what you're saying. I've, it's so hard if I can't Mm. like look at your (laughs) face and your mouth and like, Read your lips. Right. Um, yeah. And even like, I remember in university being in, like, we had a piano class, and like, our prof would be behind, we'd all be behind pianos, and our prof would be behind one, and he'd be talking. And I just like had no idea what he was saying ever because <laughs> like, I couldn't see his face. Yeah. yeah like,
2: what's his name? Uh, on uh, on um, Wilson. Yeah. Wilson from <laughs> the neighborhood. Home improvement. Home improvement. Thank I you. Know yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. He's always, always talking, always talking <laughs> yeah. on the fence. Yeah. Um, what a throwback that was uh, yeah. uh, i'm 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 curious um
3: with with the pandemic, did your job move online at all and if so, um, how do you find these like zoom yeah
0: meetings? um yeah, we've kind of done the zoom the zoom thing everyone's done, which um i mean for me, it's like great, <clears throat> I can see everyone's faces it's so much better than like when people have you ever been on a zoom with people with some people all in one room and so they're still all masked and then i'm still like i can't understand what you're saying
2: right. <laughs> you I know like yeah, audio right. has to be
0: yeah. pretty good but yeah work like we've gone mainly all online um so it's been nice with zoom meetings i think to see people's faces
3: do you, do you use, like, is there any, like, adaptive applications or, like, you know, the ability to, like, make your headphones mono or things like that yeah. that sort of help Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I always,
0: like, put my headphones to mono. Um, I only use one AirPod. It's like, so I literally just went on Facebook. Marketplace. And was like, I don't need to like, I'm sure someone lost one and is selling it for
2: half, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, Cause I was like, I only need one. That's so, yeah, that's so smart. Mono. Can you, can you, can you explain the difference between mono and stereo for like, for folks that are listening right now who might be like, I, what does that mean that you're changing your, your like sound output to mono? Like, what does that mean? So, I mean, mean, it
0: depends on like, what you're listening to or watching, movie-wise, but it's basically stereo is the ability to spatially distribute the audio in certain places. So if you think about a room, I mean, it doesn't have to just be stereo; it can be like Dolby Atmos has like eleven channels or something. Like you know, there's just like tons of speakers, <laughs> yeah, or like yeah, if you yeah. do VR, like <laughs> it's the ability to place sound specifically in one place so it it immerses you more in the experience
1: fuck yeah it's like like when you go to imax and they're like and there's speakers under your ass you're like
2: whoa i felt that i felt that
1: (laughs) yeah you're like like, I felt yeah. that in my butt. <laughs> did, you, did you ever? Did you always
3: find that? Obviously, you've you've seen that and been through that experience. Do you find that really underwhelming? As somebody <laughs> can only hear through one ear, you're like, I don't really give. You're a like, fuck. you know what? I'm I not impressed. One. Yeah, I just hear like, yeah. Here, here, right here, here. here.
1: here. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: that is so funny. That could be. That could be. That could be a like. An Donovan. SML scene. Donovan.
2: If you can, I, if at that point in the audio, if you can just switch all of that, just. Pan it all to the left that would be fucking spectacular <laughs> oh thank you
1: sorry we, i did sorry i distracted you from explaining mono, mono and stereo we got
2: we got distracted by the
1: ridiculousness of Dolby, i think we Dolby i think we Atmos. i think we yeah, got it though that, that makes a lot of
2: sense everywhere. um yeah. I, it it's funny because like i'm thinking about um well i guess i guess for you it wouldn't really matter because you set you you specifically set your audio s- um, to to be set up that way so it just comes in mono regardless but like we we produce the podcast in stereo and every week, like it's very subtle, but like I'll pan my voice, like, you know, Mm -hmm. five degrees to the right Taylor, five degrees to the left. Brian usually like three degrees to the right or left. And then the guests like right down the center. And, and while we were talking about this, I was kind of wondering like, Oh, is that like, is that, is that, is that producing like an issue for someone maybe who, who like yourself, who is listening with, with like, hearing disabilities. It's not if you set it to mono, no? But it but but then I but yeah. then I realized like, <laughs> oh but you actually like that's the great thing about these these devices that we use is that you have the opportunity to like actually just set it straight to mono Yeah and, and I wireless, think there's so. so
0: much more like I think I mean I would say most people don't aren't aware that they're listening to stuff in stereo when it is. Even like like the most subtle things they do a lot of work in animation and it'll just help you understand like compute what's happening on the screen what's making what sound when they just like slightly shift sounds to be in certain places but even like the newer like cars now you can you can select which speaker you can pan yeah and all of the audio to be like front left or like a little bit like mid and left dominant or that kind of stuff and i think there's like so much technology now available
2: I I just fucking, I gotta say, I love that, that yeah. With, as someone who has hearing problems yet you, like your, your entire career is focused on audio. Like I, I, I just think that is the yeah. fucking coolest thing. Right? And that you
1: appreciate the, like, and you appreciate the, like the nuances of something yeah. that like, of something that you can't, that, that you can't experience like fully. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you know what I mean? Like there's a, cause there is a, I, like i think you hit the nail on the head there there's like the i think the average person is not really thinking too much about you know when they're listening to music like what sounds and what instruments and what voices mm-hmm. are coming from what direction but you know like if you put on if you put on like pretty much like any mid 2000s broken social scene album on like good headphones like yeah. like, oh, like there yeah, are yeah. sounds coming from places yeah. that you're like did that come from the center of my yeah. brain yeah yeah, yeah. like it, it 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 like they you can really organize sound in such a like you know, spend like ten minutes with an audio file, and yeah, you're yeah. like, "Holy for, shit!" For anybody
3: yeah. who who is listening to this right now and is like, "I I I have you know good hearing in both of my ears," and but I don't really get stereo sound. Man, look up virtual barber, <laughs> virtual <laughs> yeah. haircut. <laughs> yeah, and I'm so
1: sorry. It's so can't, silly. Well, can't I wonder. I wonder this, but I wonder. I wonder how it's virtual so barber is fucking that, crazy. I wonder what that experience would be like for you. I'd be fascinated to like.
2: To know, have you ever? It heard probably, of this be, or it or probably that? be like a horror, uh, a horror experience <laughs> because she really has no idea where that barber is, <laughs> right. if he's over uh, on the right side at all. Right. So she's like, "Oh my god, he's gonna like it's, stab me!" It's. Uh, uh, you know? Have you ever heard and of it? Now I want to virtual, check it out because like I mean I still haircut? have.
0: So I'm probably like seventy percent deaf now on my right side, um. So I still have thirty yeah, percent right. function, okay, right. which isn't a lot, but still is enough to like know some things so yeah. over there. <laughs>
3: Yeah. yeah, it would you're probably here. Yeah. you're just not
1: getting it clear.
3: It would be a really uh, good gauge for you on where probably where you're at. Yeah. Like it, it, <laughs> the experience what, what is, it? is some. There's basically you're like it's a it's an audio file uh, file that you're listening to, and in it there's a guy who walks into a room and is going to give you a haircut, and so in the stereo sound you can spatially tell like how far away he is when he enters the door. And if you close your eyes, it feels... It was specifically it recorded so
2: using, like, 3D spatial yeah, yeah. audio yeah. awareness. Like, like, a microphone basically set up in, like, a mannequin head, yeah. right? And so it's like... But the experience is, a barber right. comes in and gives you a haircut. But yeah. you have the noises of, like, clippers. And, like, the clippers are on the right side of your head. And then they go around the back side, And then you have the scissors that are, like, uh, like cutting your bangs. Or, like, you know, there's, like... It, it's sort of like a mix between, like... ASMR and and yeah. like and like um virtual reality. It's like virtual reality yeah. ASMR oh, cool. or something, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but but it would be very uh, unnerving if you could only hear one side. Yeah, because I, I it would be like some Maybe. Sweeney Todd shit where you're just Especially like, I don't, the, I don't the, trust you, it.
3: You you may or may not miss the toad the ending part. Which Those anyway, spoilers. I'm not gonna say. what I, right I, I, I can't even remember. I don't even. I don't even remember, the I don't remember yeah. what the ending is I'll it tell it you out.
1: later.
2: Okay. What happened? The barber like shoes pants or something? <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, no. I don't remember. <laughs> no, I remember it no happened. there's. So- <laughs> I do you want me to ruin it for you? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. We'll say it off. We'll say it off air. Casey, out of out of your entire experience with with hearing loss and and Meniere's disease, what would you say is the biggest thing that Meniere's disease has taken away from you?
0: Hmm. Um. I mean, I think, I think the hearing loss in general, maybe, maybe takes away a bit of confidence, especially going into like new environments, loud environments, that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, but I think it could be worse. Like, I think, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Well, what have, what would know. you say is you the, could, big,
2: what would you say is the biggest thing that it's given you? You could have eight <laughs> tentacle legs. Yeah. That would be yeah. way, that, yeah. that would be. Be rise up. Yeah. That would be way worse. Rise up yeah <laughs> yeah totally oh uh, yeah,
0: totally. um, shit that's funny what has it given me um i mean i think just an awareness that people need all kinds of support and accessibility and i mean it's it's your hmm. whole podcast right it's it's like have more conversations so people are more aware of things um that other people may be going through and there's incredible technology now. So I feel like there's so many ways to support people. Mm. It also like, you know, when you've been puking for a whole day and the next day you aren't, and you're like, I feel incredible. Like I take for granted how good I feel. Oh my God. That's actually probably what usually gets me. Like after one of those spells, I'm like, my body (laughs) is amazing and feels so good today. Oh my (laughs) God. (laughs) Yes. I just,
1: I just had, like when I got sick from the vaccine, I had like, I had like 24 hours where I was like, I'm in hell and then I, and then I woke up the next morning and I went, Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I actually went, I, and I actually went, I'm clearly still sick, but compared to yesterday, I'm on cloud yeah. fucking nine. Ah.
2: Yeah. So uh, Casey, I, I gotta say this has been a real a real treat, a real pleasure to be able to sit down and have this conversation with you. Thank no, you thanks, for taking guys. time out of your day to share your experience with us. It's been really, really fun.
0: Yeah, thanks guys. And
2: and very funny. <laughs> yes. Silly. Very, very funny indeed. Well, there you go, folks. Hope you enjoyed that conversation. As always, we are coming at you every Monday with a conversation like this with someone living with some sort of illness. Every Wednesday with a conversation with somebody in the we, with the with the with the world <laughs> of health to, uh, the world of health, whether that be uh, you know, a professional in the world of health sciences or a researcher or a physician. Smarty Pants Talk. And then, of course, on Fridays, uh, we're coming at you with the conversations that are our our Feel Good Friday episodes, just the three of us, me, Brian, and Taylor, dicking around and exploring the world of health news. I hope you enjoyed this particular conversation. And if you want to support the podcast, you can leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, or you can leave a review slash Rating, not really a review on Spotify on your mobile app. And if there's any other like option to leave a rating or review anywhere, you may start a Yelp page, maybe just like start a Sick Boy Yelp page, leave a review there. We'd love to see what that looks like. Um, Sick Boy Podcast is brought to you by myself, Jeremy Saunders, Taylor McGovery, and Brian Stever, the producers and co hosts of the podcast. The podcast is managed by Jeffrey Lonis over at Talent Bureau. Sound design is coming to you from our homeboy, Donovan the C. Pat Morgan, over on Prince Edward Island. And of course, the theme music is from the defunct band, Take Part. I hope you enjoyed it. We will be back again. And that is it for this week. Until next week, I'm Jeremy, and this is Sick Boy.